conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks! Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast where all of our ancestors are named after the signers of the Declaration of Independence. I am Dan O'Keefe, son of John Hancock O'Keefe, and joining me today, as always, is Anna Martha Washington Otto. How are you, Anna? Amen. I was going to say I'm either Anna Martha Washington Otto or Anna Betsy Ross Otto. Those are the only two. The only two women. Only two options that I can think of <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, but that, neither, Sorry, women. I realize that neither of them signed the Declaration of Independence, so I'm sorry. No, but, well, Martha less so. Sorry, Martha. But Betsy was, you know, we were taught to believe that Betsy was important. That's true. I don't know. <laughs> Sewing is cool, so that is that. Uh, also joining us today is Cassie Garadini, who we are going to refer to for the entire length of this podcast as Abigail Adams. How are you, Abigail? Hello, I am doing great. Um, uh, oh, God. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the representation of the Italians who signed the Declaration of Independence, I guess. You know, I did anyway. I don't think so. Um, just you know, thinking of my ancestors. It's okay. There were no Germans who did either, so that I know of off the top of my head. I don't think there were Irish people either. I'm not saying Irish people who signed the Declaration of Independence. I don't think Irish people existed at that time. That's there were no Irish people in 1776. None. Yeah, we all we all know the short history of the nation of ireland <laughs> yep. and the irish people um so the movie that Take we are talking about today um you know it you love it you've joked about it it's national treasure um released on november 19th 2004 right in the peak of oscar season Directed by John Turtletaub, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer, written by John Koof, and then Cormac and Marianne Wibberley, uh, two names that I wish that I was named, starring... I love the last name Wibberley. Right? That's kind of everything. It's like the, the Wibberds of Wibberley Place. Um, Me. Starring Nicolas Cage, Harvey Keitel, John Voight, Diane Kruger, Sean Bean, Justin Bartha, Christopher Plummer, and... One cast member from Hannah Montana. Can you guess who? <gasps> Jason <laughs> Earls. I was so excited. I think I didn't think he was going to get billed. And I was like, as soon as Dan finishes, I'm going to say, and also Jason Wait, Earls. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He has like a two second scene. It was all the rage back notice. when the movie came out. Uh, he looks like a big baby in this one. So yeah, he was only like 25 when they filmed this. Uh, oh, God. Really? Because well, he was he was in his late twenties when he was cast in Hannah Montana, yeah. and this came out in two thousand four. I know. Yeah, that true. Could be you and me, Anna. <laughs> that could be us. That's how I'm trying to be. <laughs> I'm being honest. Uh, so the movie had a budget of a hundred million. It made three hundred forty-seven point five million, and mm-hmm. 
on Rotten Tomatoes, it has an approval rating of a tight 46%. Only 46? Huh. This should be a straight 100. Yeah. Certified fresh. <laughs> um, also, it is something that I didn't realize until I started watching it. It is 131 minutes long, but that includes literally 10 oh, yeah. minutes of credits, at least in the Disney Plus <laughs> yeah. version. And I was like, but this is, there are not 10 minutes worthiness of credits <laughs> just don't credit some people I, that's how it should work it just says nick cage for 10 <laughs> minutes just his name just him reading a list of people that he thinks worked on the movie but he's not sure yeah well when i was watching it i really felt like because you know i would pause it occasionally and at one point it was like you know, not to spoil anything, but it was right after they had stolen the Declaration of Independence. And Does that happen? Uh, oh, that's such a spoiler, Cassie. <laughs> and, like, Pierce wasn't really watching, but, like, he looked over to the TV and was like, how is there only an hour left? I feel like there's so much more that happens in this movie. Only an hour? What do you mean, I know, only yeah. an hour? <laughs> that's, that's funny, because I got the completely different read on the movie. I was like halfway through i was like how was there an hour left they only have like one and a half more things that they need to do until they get nationalized treasure i mean i do feel like the movie moved quicker than yeah. i remember but i also haven't watched this movie in literal years like at all well do so like at least sitting down and watching the whole do thing do either of you but... remember the first time that you saw it no yeah i was like i was trying to think and I I don't yeah I don't remember the first time that I I saw it but I I think that it was like I, I'm sure I saw it in the theaters I feel like this mm -hmm. was like the time mm -hmm. that like I was my grandma was taking me to go see movies all the time uh, mm -hmm. so yeah I feel like I saw it in theaters but yeah I don't specifically remember but I do remember being like a little bit low key obsessed I don't know if this is what kickstarted my my fascination with secret societies. Mm. Um, you know, it's just interesting. <laughs> Wait, what came first, The Da Vinci Code or this movie? The book, The Da Vinci Code, this movie before The Da Vinci Code movie. Yeah. No, no. Oh, so it goes the book, then this movie, then The Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember if Da Vinci Code came before or after, like the book itself, the idea of The Da Vinci Code came before or after this movie. And I was like... Wait a second. Was somebody inspired by National Treasure? No, no one was inspired by National Treasure. Dan Brown is quake. Wait, right? Yeah. Dan Brown wrote that book. Yeah, he's quaking that I even mentioned it. He's also he's got Tom Hanks on the phone right he's now. He's also quaking. He's because he's like, wait, did you read any of my other books? They're all the same. No, no. Why would I when I've read both? The Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons. I, I only got like 150 pages into Angels and Demons, and I was like, this is, nothing is different. I'm reading the same book, even though it came out before. Well, yeah. Wasn't that like the biggest complaint with that book? Yeah. yeah it's the I, biggest complaint with all of his books. I think I read The Da Vinci Code like when I was, uh, I think when I was like a kid, like I was like in high school maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah, and... The, uh, but I do remember, like, when... This is not about National Treasure. Um, <laughs> but I, I do remember when... Uh, I think it was when the movie came out, and so there was, like, all of the talk about the movie and, like, about the book. 
And at that point in time, like, I was in Catholic school. And I remember, I think that I thought that, uh, like, when people were talking about the Da Vinci Code, that that was, like, real. So Okay, but, like, wouldn't it be so much fun if it was? I know, was, so I think you I, know? I, like, said to somebody, like, at school in some kind of, like, like, serious capacity being, like, well, Mary Magdalene is in The Last Supper. And, like, it was... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, so, goodness. Anyway. Yeah, back to, back to National Treasure. Um... I like you, Cassie. I probably saw this in theaters. I don't remember, yeah. but it was this was definitely a movie that like my whole family would have gone to. And yeah, I remember going to see the sequel in theaters for some reason. Like that's a I do too. Mm-hmm. I have like I a vivid have... memory. I do too. Of like three seconds of the movie and being like, "Ooh, this is fun." Um, <laughs> so do with that what you will. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was looking at reviews and Roger Ebert's review of this. It says that it is so silly that the Monty Python version could use the same screenplay line for line. <laughs> and Anna. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm wondering what you think of that. Okay, I love this movie. Like, no shame. I forgot how much I love this movie until I was watching it. And I was like, wait, why is every second of this movie better than the last? Mm-hmm. There are some things that I'm like, that was stupid, but I, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was laughable. <laughs> why are you both being silent? <laughs> it makes me nervous. I guess, like, because I also, like, I, I love this movie. Um, and I mean, I knew that before I watched it this time. And I don't remember when the last time I watched it was. But, um, mm-hmm. like, watching it now... And, like, you know, watching it from the perspective of, like, I'm an adult now, I guess. Uh, like, yeah, you know, at first I was like, I was like, man, I feel like Nick Cage was really good in this movie. And then watching it, I'm like, uh, you know, he's still <laughs> Nick Cage. Um, oh, man, now I'm scared that if I go back and I watch Raising, was it Raising I think Arizona that it, or whatever? Like, I think that's one I'm, movie that he's actually kind of good in. Um, okay, good. I was nervous. Yeah. I was like, am I going to go back and watch that and hate but, it again? Um, but anyway, uh, but I, I do, I do agree, and I don't know if it deserves necessarily that scathing of a of a critique. But that sounds like somebody who's just a little bitter that they weren't asked to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like part of my memory of this movie is that, like, not only did I really love it when it came out and I saw it as a kid, but like my whole family loved this movie. Mm-hmm. Like my dad yeah. loved this movie. Um, to the point that, like, you know, when we took, like, a family vacation to Philadelphia when I was in, like, 10th grade, um, my dad would be pointing out all of the different, like, you know, things. <laughs> oh, yeah. My mom asked me what movie we were doing next, and I told her National Treasure, and she's like, oh, I love National Treasure. <laughs> it's like, it's a okay. National Treasure. It is. Truly, it is. It's, it's like, you know how there are those movies that are definitely, like, dad movies, like the yes, the Expendables to do a current version oh, of it, or like I was gonna say every Indiana Jones and James Bond film ever, yeah. and I am not ashamed to be saying that. <laughs> um, this is like a dad movie for the whole family, yeah, because it's got Amen. everything that dads want. It feels like you're studying for some test that's never going to happen, but also it has Justin Bartha playing a literal child. <laughs> True. 
True. It's it's so good. It's so good. I don't care what anybody says. It's just fun. It is. You know, it's just fun. I was, I was surprised. Like, I feel like generally when I watch a lot of the movies that I really loved as a kid, I, like, cringe a lot. And I feel like I did not cringe quite as much. Like, mm-hmm. it's still yeah, entertaining. I feel like there's... I feel like there's always something that doesn't age well in these movies. And I feel like the amount of things that didn't age well in this movie were substantially less than some of the other films (laughs) we've covered. And they're way more minor. Like when, when Nick Cage takes his team back to his dad's house and the dad is like, who's she? Did you get her pregnant? Okay. That's like assuming, but also it's not the most harmful thing that could ever be said. You know what I mean? And I feel like, like I, I definitely don't remember the amount of just like casual misogyny, Mm -hmm. uh, towards dr chase uh oh, but don't even get me started <laughs> but i do feel like it like probably got the same response when it came out in 2004 like like was that ever okay yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i feel like it's the kind that we see and we go oh but at the same time we're like yeah. well uh what, what, what? I literally have in my notes, of course they were expecting Dr. Chase to be a man <laughs> down with the patriarchy. <laughs> um, I think we should get into the movie. Yeah. Start it off. Let's do it. Start off right at the Let's beginning. Let's do it. So, with Jason Earls. Immediately, we start off with a flashback that then goes into another flashback because we are operating on a completely different plane of consciousness in this movie so basically we're actually talking about inception um the child nicholas cage is speaking to his grandfather who jokes on him was a nazi who knew (laughs) no what christopher Plummer was an anti-nazi in the sound of music well he was a nazi anti-nazi wasn't he what? I'm sorry. I'm, I am. Rips. I am not remembering the sound of music correctly. I'm thinking of the son tell you. who was like a Hitler Youth kind of kid. Oh, that's Rolf. Yeah. Okay, Dan. I'm gonna excuse this because I love you like a brother, but it's very <laughs> trying. Okay, I can't believe you just made that mistake. I spent. I did not spend weeks on Christopher Christopher Plummer thirst TikTok for you to be disrespecting him like this. Okay. Does, it, does that exist? Anyway, I don't know how I got there. It doesn't. I don't know how what? I got there. It was like that I see red video while he's ripping the Nazi flag, and I was like, "What's happening?" I was like, "Yes," but also I don't like this. <laughs> Uh, so <coughs> oh, joking on my own spit hang on yeah I think Anna's choking on your Ooh, lust it was little, not your own spit a little too hot yeah. for a second my bad okay continue on uh, so Christopher Plummer is telling the child Nicolas Cage about the history of their ancestors basically they hit a treasure from the Knights Templar they are the Knights Templar Nicolas Cage wants to be knighted but his dad John Voight in a wig <laughs> Stop! (laughs) I'm sorry. Were you thirsting over John Voight in a wig too? I assume whenever you no, I just wasn't prepared for you to. Oh God, I just wasn't prepared for that. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. John Voight in a wig has no time for hokey religions and ancient weapons. Um, so he's like, "Don't listen to him." But his grandpa's like, "Oh, your father never believed anything." And then. Nicholas Cage is like, shaking his fist. I want to be a knight. And then Christopher Plummer is like, okay, you're a knight. And that's the end of National Treasure. That's, yep, how, that's, that's the whole movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's, 
It's so cute, though. Like, it's a cute little moment with him and his grandpa. It is. A good memory. Also, they only used makeup to de-age John Voight here. The de-aging on him... <laughs> impeccable. Yeah, it's really Far better than good. the digital yeah. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does look good. It looks crisp and believable, as opposed to some de-aging I've recently seen. One might say it was in The Mandalorian. Oh, my God. I about <laughs> that. <laughs> Pearson, I just finished that. Uh, we just finished it the other night, so. No, yes. I, I feel you. All right. Yes. Uh, so, 30 years later, in the modern year of 2004. Um, ah, modern. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is now a historian, cryptologist, and actual job description treasure hunter, hunting for treasure in the Arctic Circle with um, Sean Bean dies at the end and some other goons. Looking for man. Okay, Sean Bean, a certain ex of mine, not one that Dan would know, but one Cassie would know quite well. His favorite actor was Sean Bean, and I think about that a lot when I watch this movie. (laughs) Because why? Wait. No offense to Sean Bean, but which ex was that? My first college boyfriend. I didn't know that about him. I just. Yeah, I don't understand why anybody would choose Sean Bean as their favorite actor. No offense, Sean Bean. But um, let's just continue on. I just wanted to get that little roast at Sean in there. Chris, can, can we also just talk about uh, that Nick Cage's character is literally named Benjamin Franklin? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think about that a lot. <laughs> not Benjamin. I literally put in caps, not Benjamin Franklin Gates. <laughs> I had forgotten that that was his full name. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. it, it's very like, you know, like, <laughs> I would think that, like, it, it's very, it's very, um, James Severus or like Albus Sirius. Oh God. <laughs> You're named after the best man I ever knew. Okay, but like ever knew Alexander who, Hamilton, who? Benjamin Franklin Gates. <laughs> Absolutely rolls right off the tongue. Who in the Disney drawing room, writing room, whatever? Who sat down and went, you know what this man's name should be? <laughs> This character's name should be Benjamin Franklin Gates. And that was surrounded, that was responded to with applause and cheers and agreement. Why? It was greeted not only with that, but also with somebody going, yeah, you know what his dad's name should be? Patrick Henry Gates. <laughs> yeah. And his dad, John Adams Gates. Not John Adams Gates. John Adams. Honestly, I know somebody was named after the Dave Matthews band. His name is Dave Matthew, though. Mm-hmm. Not Dave Matthews. Why didn't we just change it a little bit, you know? Uh, uh, I'm already exhausted, and it's 0.5 minutes into yeah, this movie. This, um, yeah. there, and then there's other moments in this movie that are just very, like, pro-Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin was the genius. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of hero worship, but, you know, that's what movies yeah, are Yeah, I mean, it is like, like, if there is a problem, you know, with this movie, um, I mean, there's many, probably, but... Um, there's none, Cassie. <laughs> this is a perfect movie. Um, this is a perfect film. It scored 100% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Best but, picture winner, National Treasure. You know, our I don't oh, think I our, our founding fathers are necessarily the, uh, the heroes that, you know. Yeah. But no. I digress. Nobody's, I mean, without 
getting into their flaws, <laughs> slavery. <laughs> Nobody's perfect, you know. <laughs> like definitely, yeah. yeah. Anyway, this is a a required text uh, in your childhood for the American civil religion. Um, oh God. Can you imagine your teacher rolling that AV card in and being like, let's put on national treasure? <gasps> oh, man. Be sure to take absolutely, notes. There will yes. be a test. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Got it. Ready to pass. Uh, so they find the ship and they also find a Meerschaum pipe, um, which when I hear that, I am only reminded of Buddy from the Dick Van Dyke show talking about his Meerschaum pipe in a very strong New York accent that I won't do right now for the sake of everybody else's <laughs> health and safety. Thank you, You're Dan. welcome. Um, so Sean Bean's like, wait, I thought the treasure was on the Charlotte, which was the lost ship, but no, it's only a clue. And the next clue was on the Declaration of Independence. So what do they got to do? Well, they have to steal it. Oh, well, the absolute crux of this I mean, movie. Uh, they they take some like <laughs> routes to get to that conclusion but also another thing on the cuz on the charlotte like they find the clue it's on the the pipe and it's on like the it's like a scroll stamp and like mm-hmm. whose initial inclination when you need to like make a relief imprint of something is to like mm-hmm. stab your thumb <laughs> thank you my number one response i said Stabbing your own finger so that you can read what it says on that pipe couldn't be yeah. me. Like, they'd be like, who's willing to sacrifice their finger? And I'd be like, no, 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 no. Could not be me. Oh, God. I would have passed out right there in the wreck of that boat. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Also, my next note is Sean being really always evil, huh? Yeah. Like, that's just... <laughs> oh, man. But as Cassie says, they do take have a discussion before deciding to steal the declaration of independence. And this also, uh, causes Sean Bean and Nicholas Cage to have their breakup. They break up. It's sad. It's tearful. They do one last kiss before they go. Just kidding. Sean Bean tries to kill him. Move on and be who I am. (laughs) That's they sing that they sing. Gotta go my own way. What about us? Oh, uh, and, of course, because Nicolas Cage is a goody two-shoes, he returns to Washington, D.C. and tries to report what is going to happen, that somebody's going to try to steal the Declaration of Independence to the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the PTA, the WPA, the World Trade Organization. Excuse yeah. me, what did you just say, what? Daniel? I'm sorry, what? The gobble me, swabble me, <laughs> swabble me, oh my god, turn this off. The gobble me, swallow me association of America. I said the WPA, not the WAP. I thought you said WAP. <laughs> oh, kill me. I'm going to go home now. I am home, but I need to go I home. Feel like, home, home. I feel like the most realistic oh. part of this movie is that the FBI cannot do their job. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> controversial yeah. take, but... As we've learned in the past two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Is it controversial and too soon for me to share that national treasure meme when the oh time God. comes? You know the one <laughs> I'm talking, talking about. about. Oh, no. We'll see. No, it's Will timely. that politicize our podcast too much? Well, <laughs> I feel like like one of the like the ways that this movie like tries to get away with the fact that it's like glamorizing like the highest of high treason, treason and like mm-hmm. federally... Mm-hmm. 
like punishable crime is by being like, well, we have to steal the declaration in order for it to not be stolen by these people who are worse than we are. (laughs) Yeah. That's sound logic to me. I don't know what you're talking about, Cassie. Everything about that makes sense. (laughs) We have to light the building more on fire to save it from the people lighting it on fire. Yeah. Absolutely. We have to light it on fire first. (laughs) I also feel like there is no way that hiding in the, like stowaway or whatever like hold of this ship would have made it so that they would survive the whole thing yeah blowing up uh, anyway was the ship was the stowaway made out of lead while everything <laughs> yeah. else was wood? yes also r.i.p don't lick the walls that piece of history that is now just up in flames you know yep. it's fine rip 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 it's been distributed across the the plains where was the archaeologist? I think it was Nicolas Cage, which is saying something. <laughs> no. Um, well, then he made the choice. So they also report the future robbery, which I don't think you can report as a crime, um, to Dr. Why didn't I? I just read the name. Dr. Abigail Chase. Dr. Chase. Yeah, at the National Archives. We're all surprised is not a man. I know. We're all surprised. Played by Diane Kruger, who I think you can say is best known for being Bridget von Hammersmock in Inglorious Bastards. Uh, or as Dr. Abigail Chase in National Treasure. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, I feel like that's what I know her Thank for. you. <laughs> I've only seen Inglorious Bastards one time and I could not have told you she was in I've that movie. That. You know how many times I've seen this movie? A yeah. million. And yep. she, hearing this, is like, no, that's not gonna happen. So <laughs> Nicolas Cage, proving everybody wrong, steals it himself. With the help, of course, of uh, actual child Justin Bartha. First of all, he low-key cute. Yes. Okay. Um, second of all, she should have listened. She should have taken them seriously. They came to her with a tip. She has no one to blame but herself. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, and I mean, uh, the FBI has that to say too when they show up afterwards. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, as much as like, I feel like the, the character of Riley is like such a, <laughs> It's such a trope, like it's such the like the the nerdy computer friend is the comic relief of the heist, mm-hmm. like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, he's funny. I don't know. Oh, I, and yeah. he's cute. Like, I, really I love it. He's he's movie. bringing. Yeah, me too. I keep thinking he's... that Justin Bartha is married to Neil Patrick Harris. That is not, that's correct. not correct. <laughs> Who is Neil Patrick Harris married to? NPH, NPH husband. But I don't know his name. David Burtko. Yes. Oh, yeah. Equally as handsome, if not more. Does not. They don't look anything alike. They're both. No. White men with brown hair, and that's really it. So basically, that's now exactly you see my issue. I'm married to that's... Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> we all yeah. are, truly. Well, maybe not Cassie. Pierce has long hair. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, but I, I, I just feel like this whole, like, stealing the declaration thing, like, it just looked, like, obviously, 
It just looked easy, is what I'm trying to say. It, it did look really easy. He just kind of had to sneak around. Like, Jesse and Dan tip-toe. are like, I'm going to go steal it yeah. right now. And type I in mean, a password. They set it up ahead of also, time. Yeah. Nobody even seemed concerned. Yeah, and like, like it seemed shockingly easy to break into the National Archives security camera system. Like, yeah, like yeah, what? and then and also I... that they had a password, like that Valley Forge is the password to anything <laughs> in the U.S. like government system. Like, that's a bad password. Why isn't it like? <laughs> like Valley Forge one exclamation point? Like the A's or at symbols yeah. and the. The, you know or what like I mean? Like, there should be related to U.S. history. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's like your pet and your yeah. house and your well, parents. Like, it's and, like the I don't equivalent know. of like having my like passwords be like my cat's name, which she's yeah. made an appearance <laughs> yeah. right now. I saw her. I saw her walking in, and I was like, "Hi, Char." I think they should have made. I'd the also password, like to mention um, just a very long sentence. It could be related to American history. Oh, God. But just like, do not try to steal from us, Benedict Arnold. We will find you. Yes. Oh, I was going to say, my favorite president is George Washington, one, two, three, four. <laughs> That's the password. No caps, no spaces. Um, also, I was going to say, one thing Riley mentions offhandedly in this movie is he goes, it's just a bunch of eighth graders on field trips. And I was triggered because I didn't go on my eighth grade field trip to dc Me either because yeah i don't even remember why probably because there was not enough chaperoning yeah. and also it was really expensive we, like, but so my my grade school because i went to the catholic school uh we did not yes. do a um an eighth grade field trip to dc we really didn't no really um we did uh i was in catholic school too and we did i was shook um I think that, like, mm. even for being, like, a Catholic, like, a private school, I feel like we were, like, we were not a great, like, Catholic, like, like private school. Um, my, my grade school extra no strict. longer exists. It closed. Oh, which is, oh like, good. It oh. feels very weird to me to be, like, 25 and have, like, <laughs> have gone to a school that's now closed. But anyway, um, yeah. we, we did an eighth grade ropes trip, field trip to uh, Wisconsin, but... <laughs> Hey, hi. Um, but anyway, so but like all of the other grade schools around me like did the eighth grade Washington DC field trip, and like I had lots of friends from theater who like were going to the public schools, and they all went on this trip, and I was like so jealous. Um, yep. Did my... any of them get to go to a Wisconsin ropes course? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, alas, no. Yeah. Flex on them, Cassie. Flex um, on the haters. But then. Uh, like my brother because when we moved the year before i went into high school and so my brother ended up getting moved into the uh public schools where we moved and they were like the only middle school in the area that did not take a washington dc field trip and the like your parents really said make sure clayton has the same experience as cassie (laughs) no special treatment to springfield though so you know it was more yeah Um, the capital but uh but the like rumor around which I only like I hope is true. I know it's not true, but like my heart of hearts hopes it's true. Uh, but like the rumor going around was like once uh, when they went on their field trip, some kid like spit on a senator, and so then they couldn't go again. <laughs> that's wild. We had a ru- oh, this is a sad I doubt rumor. That's true, well, but... we had a rumor. We had a rumor in my high school that a kid sexually harassed a cast member in Disney World, and that's why we weren't allowed back in Disney Yikes. World. That's not as fun. That's just yeah. sad. 
Well, my I, I will have another school field trip that comes up in this movie because my choir sang on the USS Intrepid when I was Ooh. a junior. Yeah. Look at you, bougie. I don't have any rumors of why trips were canceled. They just got canceled. Or they didn't. I don't oh. know. <laughs> I went to a very boring public well, school. Yeah. So, I don't know. Oh, the second rumor was about my public high school, just to let everybody okay. know. Not about eighth That's graders. Good. Not about eighth That's, graders. Um, I mean, it's not good. It's <clears throat> I mean, better. Not good, but less uh, makes more sense. In my mind, I have, better, I, don't know. Yeah. I have combined your rumors, and now someone spat on a cast member, cast member. who was also a sitting U.S. senator, and it, it was Mitch McConnell. Oh. So. Oh, I wish. <gasps> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you imagine him at Disney World? I can't. Truly, I cannot. There'd be no joy. Everybody step in the log flume. Put the seat Sir, down. I'm scared. Sir. He's a dementor. Put the seat down? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, God. There are no dementors at Disney I World. I don't know. That's universal. They're universal. I know, but I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so... They steal the Declaration of Independence. It's really just Nicolas Cage. No one else. Justin Bartha helps him with security shit. Um, and then when they are leaving in their very inconspicuous beat-up red van <laughs> outside of mm-hmm. the National Archives, uh, they run into Dr. Chase, who's like, wait, something's wrong. So, Who's wearing the cutest oh dress God, I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> It's a T-length black I, dress, in case anyone was I curious. I remember that dress. Like, I loved mm-hmm. that dress as a kid. So good. Gorgeous. I remarked to Gage that I wished I had a reason to wear dresses like that in my life right now, but I don't. So, she chases after them, and then gets kidnapped by Sean Bean. So now she's a, a part nightmare, of the story. A nightmare, truly. Um, uh, not for your, your first college boyfriend. That'd be the dream. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why. I truly don't. <laughs> uh, and, of course, now the FBI is after them. Uh, FBI agent Harvey Keitel, the third Oscar-winning actor in this movie, uh, behind Christopher Plummer and Nicolas Cage. For what? For Moonstruck. Yeah. Oh. I'll, no, I meant for Nick Cage, really? Yeah. Is he the one that won yeah. for Moonstruck? Uh, no, for Leaving Las Vegas. Hmm. Sounds Moonstruck fake. Moonstruck is another one of my family's favorite movies. I've never seen it, it's... but I knew that it wasn't one with Nick Cage in no. it. I mean, how does it hold up to Sister Act? <gasps> I I don't really know. Um, I mean, Moonstruck. Nick Cage is in Moonstruck. Um, yes. But oh. mm. um, I I haven't seen it a lot in a long time. I, so my family loves it because it's a quite accurate depiction of Italian Americans. Mm. Um. <laughs> So they laugh about it a lot. Uh, speaking of Italian Americans, Harvey Keitel, <laughs> he he starts tracking Nicolas Cage down because he has Nicolas Cage's credit card information. Because of course he paid credit when buying the fake Declaration of Independence. First mistake. Yeah. Never leave a trail. Mistake number one: always carry cash on yeah. you. Just kidding. So they can't go back to the lab that they had set up to read the back of the Declaration of Independence that they have somehow rolled up and put into a map case. Uh, that, why didn't that paper not like immediately it break in half? It would have solved. 
Yeah. Like, the Human touch? There are I don't think so, so many times that it should have disintegrated. <laughs> disintegrated. Yeah. Like, it... Yeah. <sighs> so, There's also, because... like, sorry, sort of backtracking a little bit. Because, like, I mean, throughout the, uh... There's, like, the the whole chase scene with, like, the car and Dr. Mm-hmm. Chase has been kidnapped and all of this stuff. And they're all, like, scrambling for this, like, the, the document case that has the declaration in it. Yeah. And there's a lot of time. Like, at one point, she's, like, holding it at gunpoint, you know? And there this started <laughs> a variety of times in this movie where I thought to myself, you know... I get that this is a very old, priceless document that is important to uh, the country's, like, you know, heritage, whatever. But I would not die for the Declaration (laughs) of Independence. There is not a single piece of paper on this earth I would die for. And there's a scene near the end when Nick Cage, like, drops her to grab the Declaration. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I would have done the same thing. I'm like, what? Right, that's another point where I was like, I would not die. People are more worth, like... People are more priceless than documents. I'm they sorry. Also, it's the truth. They have made some very convincing repli- replicas of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. We've got the gist. We have the content. We know mm-hmm. what it is. And it's like the whole thing mm-hmm. of like where they're like, yeah, and then it goes into this temperature controlled vault when it's not on display. And I'm like, who want like, this is like a relatively worthless piece of like yeah. <laughs> paper. Like why? Like outside of this specific instance, why would you want to like steal this? Anyway. Yeah. I also, you never know, Cassie. Those historians—they're ruthless. In reality, there is no text left on the Declaration of Independence. Right. It is all no. faded out. It's, it's just faded. a piece of old paper now. Yeah. Yep. Roll it up and smoke it. I don't care. <laughs> Daniel! Not me, of course. I'd be coughing too much. Same. Um, so they can't go back to Nicolas Cage's lab, so they have to go to Nicolas Cage's dad's house. Um, of course, played by John Voight without a wig. Um, John Voight today best known for his deranged Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. Lord of all. Um, and, of course, John Voight's like, no, it's a myth. There is no treasure. And Nicolas Cage doesn't listen to him. He also thinks that Nicolas Cage has gotten Diane Kruger pregnant, as we mentioned before. Um, she There's, like, all of this, because, like, they really try to write in this, like, romantic tension between Nick. There's and none. there's none. There's literally none. Yeah. When they kiss, I'm like, why? Like, what about the friendships we made along the way? Yeah. <laughs> It should really be Nicolas Cage and Justin Bartha kissing. They're the yeah, ones that have grown closer through this. Oh my goodness. Can you that imagine? It would be a better movie. I don't know, you know. That would have I'd watch it. broken the brains of 2004 America. That's 2004 true. wasn't That's ready. True. This was peak rock against Bush time. Do you think anybody had time above that? No. No, we were busy. Yeah. <laughs> Things were so simple back then. Um... So they discover the secret cipher clues written on the back of the Declaration of Independence by pouring over their cocktail mixture, lemon juice, and a hairdryer on this 200-year-old piece of paper. 
You forgot sensual blowing yeah, on the paper true. first. Then, and then who has, hair dryer. Who has so many lemons just on <laughs> hand in your home? I mean, maybe they really ransacked the old pick and safe before but they like, went out, you know? But they went to the, like, they went to his dad's house. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even, like, the prepared, like, where they mm-hmm. had all of their supplies. Like, Papa Gates True. just had a thousand lemons. <laughs> like He's just trying to ward off scurvy, <laughs> yeah. you know? His dad then, is probably one of the lemon-stealing whores <laughs> that I have heard so much about. Yeah. Oh, so and much. And there's, like, the whole, um... There's the whole thing where she's like, well, there's, like, if there is something on the back of this, there there should be a, like, notation on it in the corner. And they're all like, really? Like, wow, you knew that? And it's like, she's, like, running the National Archive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dude, she's a doctor. Yeah. Like, you really think she just... No, I don't know anything. I'm just a girl. <laughs> I'm just sitting in this chair. No. <laughs> I need a. Meanwhile, if it was me out there, of course I'd have no idea. I need a big man but with I didn't a hairline get a starting in the middle of his head <laughs> to tell me what to do. Oh God. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they figure out that the cipher refers to the silence do good letters, which was one of Benjamin Franklin, not Gates, strictly Benjamin Franklin's <laughs> pen names. Uh, so of course, not Bill Gates. They need to go to the Franklin Institute. In Philadelphia. Now let's go on a road trip. Oh, Philadelphia freedom started playing in my head the whole time this scene is happening. Elton yeah. John, love him. In Philadelphia, uh, they go and interpret the clue and they figure out, well, actually, they he pays a little kid to get all the up, uppercase letters. That little kid said the grind doesn't stop, okay? Yeah. He was trying to make a quick, but, what, 10 bucks? also, like, because... Like, looking at that kid, like, he looks to me to be about, like, a fourth grader. Like, like eight, yeah. nine yeah. age. Um, and that was, like, about how old I was when this movie came out. And... Where are his well, adults, exactly. I'd just I like to like, say. I feel like I was taught, like, stranger danger, don't talk to strangers, like, don't take money from strangers. And mm-hmm. this kid is just like... <laughs> Give me that yeah. dollar and I'll get you whatever you want. Yeah. Like, those are my two attitudes as an adult. Stranger danger and give me that dollar and I'll t- I'll do what you need yeah. me to do to get you to the next clue. I also clue, feel like this is... Pay up yeah. front. And, but this is, like, uh, just another example. There have been plenty of other examples of this in this movie. Of, like, that they interpret the clues correctly the first time. Every time. <laughs> yeah, couldn't be me, honestly. I'd be like... At the wrong place, the wrong time, doing the wrong thing, so confused, bumbling, truly bumbling. This this letter references someone named Jill. Jill is close to Will. We must go to Colonial Williamsburg and find someone named Jill, and if they'd be correct. What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whereas I'd be like, Jill? I don't know. Not for me. And they reach the right answer every time by Nick Cage thinking aloud. The mm-hmm. whole thing. There is like, there is no me. subtext in his character whatsoever. He just no. speaks all of his thoughts. He's got to make sure everybody knows that he is thinking. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Big brain. Biggest brain. I'm thinking. But Please, a gentleman is thinking. A man I mean, is he thinking. Did go to, he did go to Georgetown and MIT, so. Oh, well, la-dee-da. Hey, I... 
I'm in the same boat. I'm known for attending the Georgetown and MIT of Milwaukee County, Wisconsin. Yes. Yes. Dan's also known for being the man with a big brain here. A man is thinking. Constantly. I am always thinking. Constantly. I'm going to start announcing that I'm thinking whenever I'm thinking. So you'll never hear me say it. Sounds too. is speaking. (laughs) (laughs) They also, like, this was... This was one of the, so, like, the reason, obviously, that, like, they can't just go walk into the Benjamin Franklin Institute is because they now know who, like, that Nick Cage was the one who, like, stole it, whatever. But, like, Riley is seemingly invisible at this point. Like. (laughs) Yeah, does anybody know who Riley is right now? like, the FBI did find, like, Daddy Gates uh, tied up by this point. So maybe got yeah. information, but yeah. Anyway. Also, when they get to Philadelphia, I didn't mention this. They need to go incognito. Oh so God. of course they go to maybe the best place to find your disguise <laughs> clothes. Um, Comic Sans Urban Outfitters, which was their logo at the time. <laughs> I couldn't with Urban Outfitters. I was like, so they got about a thousand dollars just lying right, around exactly. to spend on some new clothes, yeah. huh? Like the most expensive place you could get new clothes. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Sean Bean notices. I'm gonna rephrase the sentence. Sean Bean stares at a child, uh, <laughs> and realizes that he's giving clues to Nicolas Cage. So he holds up the little kid who tells him everything that's happening. Um, so Nicholas Cage figuring out the clue. He uses the time on the back of a hundred dollar bill to go and find where the shadow of the steeple was at that point, even though the shadow would change depending on the season. Cause the sun's position in the sky changes on the season. Um, uh, yeah, that's exactly what Gage said, too. He was going on and on about how all of this. He's like, what if it's a cloudy yeah. day? I'm like, I don't know. Let me just enjoy myself. Is that Lily? Lily, Cassie? She's here. Give her kisses for me. I love her. Cassie is kissing Thank a you. cat. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lily is a good She's girl. A so is Charlie, but Lily likes me yeah. more. <laughs> uh, so they find a pair of glasses with multicolor lenses like the Spy Kids Zoom In glasses. Oh my god, those glasses. Honestly, hipsters today would be dying for me? those glasses. Those could drop for like $1,000 and they'd be going Yeah, at the very least. We don't oh. we don't need any more sneaker heads. What we need are glasses heads. That would be me. That's how I'm trying to be. If I could afford my lenses more, I would have so many yeah. pairs of glasses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, but, you know, another, like, stroke of luck, I feel like these are mark- remarkably well-preserved for being so old. Incredibly. And no scratches. Yeah. In, no in a brick outside. I mean, we can, uh, yeah, I mean, but they were, like, in a box hidden. They weren't in the exposed light, we can assume, yeah. but still. You're also telling me that they've, like, never, like, redone the masonry on that. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> like somebody wasn't touching that up, and it's just like sealed yeah, up. Yeah, like all of like the grouting. I guess was, not. Like, fine. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, we are telling you that nobody's redone the masonry, um, Cassie. I guess it's <laughs> sounds fake. It's really but okay. impressive, seventeen uh, hundreds. You know. Yeah. Independence Hall. Uh, so of course the gang is again chased by Sean Bean, and Nicholas Cage gets arrested by the FBI, and then. 
because of traffic, they lose the Declaration of Independence to Sean Bean. Always. And the FBI... It's because that cyclist was riding on the sidewalk, which... What what the hell? Uh (laughs) Like... Dan, you're Even a, a cyclist. I would fight him. Oh my cyclists. gosh. I hate whenever anybody comes near a sidewalk on a bike. Yeah. Like, no, get off. Oh God. This is not for you. Be a car. Be an asshole in, in traffic and make people drive slowly behind you. Don't make people jump out of the way. No. Oh, I don't know. God, I, hate I don't know getting how stuck behind a bicycle. Bike lanes were, but but even still. Should be on the, the side. Bike bike lanes didn't exist in 2004 because there were only eight bicycles well, in the world. I forgot. Philadelphia is yeah. <laughs> a bigger city, though. Maybe it did. You know, maybe they did. Uh, so the FBI comes up with a deal with uh, Nicolas Cage. That's like, behind door number one, you go to jail for a long time. Death penalty, him, cowards. <laughs> behind door number two, you help us and also go to jail for a very long time. I don't know why he would take door number two. He's not very good at negotiating. No. No, he really isn't. Especially because he's getting, like, the catch-me-if-you-can treatment. Like, yeah, you can go to jail, but then you can work for us. But nobody offered to let him work for yeah. them, you know? He could have been working with them, but uh, guess not. And as part of his deal, he has to go to the deck where Cassie once sang <laughs> choir music. I assume yeah. she sang the Battle Hymn of the Republic and Taps. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you remember what you sang for that? I do actually only because I there are there's a video of it on the internet oh, <laughs> that no. I found the other night. We're not on the deck, we're inside because it was January of 2012. Mm-hmm. Um but oh. we sang uh, the Brotherhood of Man. Um, from How to Succeed. You mean in from How to Succeed? I think so, yes. Oh. Because we also then on that trip, one of the shows we saw, I think we saw Sister Act was on Broadway at the time and How to Succeed mm. was on Love Broadway, it. starring Darren Chris, which <gasps> my 16-year-old me was quaking. I would, yeah. I'm, as an adult, I would have been quaking. I was going to say, was it Daniel Radcliffe? Was no, it Nick Jonas? Was it no, Darren, it's Chris? Darren Chris? Which of these white men was it, Cassie? <laughs> All equally quakeable, yeah. you know? They're the same cereal, but they're the different generic brands at all the different grocery stores. Pretty much. They all got that curly brown hair. Daniel Radcliffe's American voice makes me nervous, but other than that, he's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, you know, if you want to um, see a very poor quality video of a bunch of high schoolers singing that song on the USS Intrepid, you know, it exists. I might. Nothing. I might want there's to. There's nothing we I want know. to see more. <laughs> Than a group of high schoolers singing poorly. Um, it's, we're so, actually singing pretty well, but you know. Oh. Not to toot my own horn, but Stevenson had a pretty great choir. Oh my goodness. I need to rekindle my high school rivalry and say boo. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Wisconsin. If it makes you feel any better, I kind of hate us too, you know. <laughs> a lot of feelings about my high school. Uh, so... Uh, because the gang knows that they're meeting on the Intrepid, they plan a way to break Nicolas Cage out of the loosest custody possible, which he gets because he's a rich white guy. Um, they literally, like, were holding him with, I don't know, what are those called? Pipe cleaners. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> They're holding him with a promise more than anything. Yeah. Don't be bad. Mm-hmm. 
Don't go anywhere. Okay. Don't just kidding. Don't use a helicopter that the skies where you're going. That definitely would have been shot down before it got there because that's restricted airspace. Um, They also like, so another issue that I had or just like thing I noticed was like, because when they first look at the declaration through the glasses, like he like just looked at it through like the, the colors that were down. Like, why Mm -hmm. would you not like, he didn't realize that he should probably like flip the lenses until like he saw Mr. FBI man doing it in interrogation. It's like, why wouldn't that be the first thing you did? (laughs) Yeah. I would have been trying all the different (laughs) lenses. Like he clearly never had like one of those books that you're supposed to wear 3D glasses for and you like close one eye to see one picture and close the other one to see the other. Professional treasure hunter. It's not very good. Not very good. It kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. We could have hunted this treasure like, just as good, if not better, yeah, y'all. Well, I mean, there's also, like, all of these instances where I was like, man, like, it's been 200-something years and nobody ever noticed this, like, weird symbol here or this, like, or that there's an entire, like, chasm underneath the city of New York. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, like, 400 feet deep. And it took, like, how many Never generations noticed. of this family? <laughs> Never noticed. It took enough generations that they know who he yeah. is. And they know that And he can't give out his name. They know his family has a history of being conspiracy theorists. How deep does your family have to be into it that it crosses generational lines? Uh, I don't know. Uh, too deep. Um too deep. So Sean Bean gives back the Declaration of Independence and tries to get the clue from him. But Nicolas Cage, being coy, says, I've given you all that I know. And then, of course, he reveals that he has his father locked in the back of the car. Perfect. Just what I want to do. Yes. To which he uh, says out loud, Dad, because we could not in, in case we forgot how he like how <laughs> Nick Cage is emotionally feeling without him telling us. No. I would never would have yeah, guessed he's that he felt any sort of way. He's not known to feel. He's known to think. That's true. Yeah, Cassie. They don't pay me to feel. <laughs> uh, so they all go inside Trinity Church, uh, and they look at the Declaration of Independence using all their fun lenses. Uh, yes, get yeah. it. Where they find a clue. Should have figured that out earlier. They find a clue to go look at the tomb of one guy, and they're looking at it, and then one of the goons just starts going at it with a sledgehammer. He's practical. He's got a, a stick to He should be leading this. But, group. like, also that feels illegal. Oh, it's 100%. Like, going at oh, yeah, somebody's... 100%. Anybody's tomb. Like, it doesn't matter if they're connected to... Yeah. What's more illegal, that or stealing the Declaration of Independence? They feel the same to me. (laughs) I feel like probably the Declaration of Independence, but, you know. Maybe. Depends on the day. What was also criminal is the the skeleton that falls out of the coffin. Yeah. Like, that is not Some of these skeletons. That's not. (laughs) Just fully formed skeleton. Just. I got that skeleton prop you wanted. They were having a sale at Home Depot. This one's got a, a daiquiri Halloween glass sale. and sunglasses on. Do you want to keep it in there? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense for 1776. They've, they've robbed, like, this is not, I feel like this is not the first grave. that Because, like, like, you could make the argument that the ship in the beginning was, like, a grave site that they've 
robbed and destroyed. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You could make that that <laughs> that comment. <laughs> Some casual grave robbing. Yeah. Uh, Just another day, another <laughs> grave robbery. So the gang, the good gang, and the evil gang all end up in this gigantic cavern that Brendan Fraser would then take on his journey to the center of the earth four years later. Oh my god. Um, no. And they have a fight because that's what you do when it seems like things are going nowhere. Start throwing yeah. hands. The gang, the good gang gets kind of trapped in the basement after Nicolas Cage throws Diane Kruger after the Declaration of Independence. Stop. And they, I'm and still they upset. suck face. Yeah. What? <laughs> How come that never happens to me, says one of the other crew members. It's just like, but also, so forced. He's just like, come here. And it's... Sir, where was the, may I kiss you? Yeah. You know, I respect, I used to think that was stupid when I was little, but now as an adult, how do you know she wasn't not feeling it? Yeah. You know what I mean? She should have been like, what are She's you doing? No. This is not how this goes. And I am like, better than you. I always ask. Yeah. Always and like, ask. Back to the whole, like, you know, I would not die for the Declaration of Independence thing. Um, no. I wouldn't die for any yeah, paper. But I would, like, kill a man who had, like, talked so demeaningly to me mm-hmm. as Nick Cage's character did <laughs> to save the Declaration of Independence. I'd be like, oops. Like, oops, sorry, you're gonna drop you. <laughs> like, when she's yeah, like, oh, I would have done the same. Him. I'd be like, yeah, you should do the same. Because yeah. <laughs> he was mean to you. He was straight up being rude. Oopsies, butterfingers. Oops, kicks him. <laughs> Steps on his toes while he's holding onto the ledge. Uh, so, Nicolas Cage, basically, uh, when they get to a dead end, it's not Nicolas Cage who claims this, but his dad deranged lunatic john voight who says that the one lantern <laughs> he was in here tonight raving <laughs> that's all i can think of <laughs> oh man uh so john voight is like this one lantern it, it's about paul revere you gotta go to the old north church that's where the real treasure is anyway we have to save our country from the radical left that's coming sorry i jumped a little ahead into the future i'm triggered i am triggered <laughs> Um, so the bad guys leave through their escape rope that they got in their backpack from Pokemon, I guess. <laughs> they all just conveniently, like, no. shuffle out a side door like they're exiting a roller coaster ride. Um, leaving... Yeah, they all took the chicken door. Yeah, leaving the gang alone in the basement. And at this point, I'm like, oh, there's five more minutes left of this movie. There's 20 more minutes plus 10 minutes of credits. Yeah. I don't. I, I knew yes. what happened after this, and I was like, "They find the treasure room, blah blah blah." Justin Bartha gets a car, but no, there's so much more. I mean, there's not, but there's more time. You have to have. There's more time. You have to have the the critical five minutes of them going into the like that first room after like mm-hmm. the the secret door, and then the, that's all been the, looted. The emotional development of. We've spent our whole life, and now the treasure is gone. Somebody took it, and like, but that's but the okay because the real treasure <laughs> was the friends we made along the way. It and was. That, it absolutely now was. Group kiss, all you. four at a time. Yeah. Everyone's kissing. There's tongues everywhere. 
basically, I just want to see Nicolas Cage and John Voight kiss. That's what we were... I don't know that John Voight would be down no. for that. I'm on his Twitter right now, <laughs> and it feels like he would say no. <laughs> but if, if he says no, at least there was consent. You know what I mean? We, we asked. Yes. And Nick Cage's character could be learning a thing or two. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, basically they find the first room, and they're like, oh, all the treasure's gone. Uh, but then <laughs> Nicolas Cage finds a very tiny glory hole that he could stick a pipe into. Stop! Stop, Dan! That's not what it... It's America's glory hole. He, he sticks America's Meerschaum pipe into America's glory hole, and... No! Billions dollars of treasure and gold and everything is found in there, and everybody's happy. Um, and they have an exit tunnel, which is perfect. They have another way to get out. Uh, so they don't... I think it would have been much better if they were stuck in there with all the treasure and they all had to die in there. That would have been a very dark ending. That would have been really sad. I do like when Riley goes, oh, and they're like, why are you sounding so happy? He's like, there's a door. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was like, Mood. it was, because was, he was sounding defeated and then he said, it's because there are stairs. Yeah. Because the only way to oh, get out is stairs. Which, still. Like, honestly, that's what I would say. That's a lot of stairs. Honestly, though, I'd be like, at least I can get out of here. I am not a fan of... I, my parents took me to the caves once in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Or in yeah. Kentucky, a mammoth cave. And, like, it was cool, but it's also kind of scary. Like, it's just a, a little scary. <laughs> and I would not be along for this ride. It's cold down there. Like, there's weird dripping noises. I don't know. It's not for me. I am not an adventurer. Considering that I am both 85 years old and also a three-year-old, I am terrified of the dark. Yes. So this would not have been... And, like, being lit by one torch that you're carrying around, like it's caveman times, I would not have been able to handle this. I I would have had a panic attack, like, when we stepped into the church and the lights weren't on. And you were only lit by the sunlight. Like, no, too dark. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what I would be more concerned about is that, like, clearly no one has been using this, like, tunnel, you know, infrastructure for hundreds of years. Like, (laughs) that was not a good idea. (laughs) Uh, So, basically, the gang all gets clemency because they they tell the FBI uh, where everything is. And the FBI agent Harvey Keitel... He is a Freemason. Da da da. Good to know. That doesn't come up in the sequel. And basically, Ian and his men get arrested because they get tipped off. And then we flash forward 35 years in the future. Uh, Nicolas Cage and Diane Kruger are in a relationship. Uh, Riley's upset that he turned down the finder's fee, the 10% finder's fee, because he would have gotten more money. Anyway, Riley gets into his fun little sports car, um, and then Abigail gives Nicolas Cage a new treasure map. He doesn't know where it goes, and she says, You figure it out! And sends a credit soul. Let me tell you right now, I screamed. I was like, that's not children's. That's not a children's scene in a children's movie, a sexual treasure map. I don't think so. I had to go pray afterwards. I didn't realize that until you just said it. I just thought, ooh, a new adventure. But no, the treasure is her vagina. Dan, 
The treasure is the friendships to, we made along the way. It's a map to her G spot because he could never yeah. find that. <laughs> like a big circle, like probably. It's a map to. He could think about it though. Her finally, he would say that he's thinking yeah. about it. Never find it. He's not. He's probably a selfish lover. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, speaking of selfish lovers, that's national treasure. I feel like it is. It is very American that the the national treasure of the United States of America is all of this stolen, like, yeah. artifacts <laughs> yes. from other places in the world. Correct. And when they're, like, like when they're in the, the cave for the first time and somebody from Ian's gang is, like, uh, like, who built, how could they possibly build, build this thing? And, and Nick Cage is, like, like they built the pyramids or the Great Wall. And it's, like, yeah, with slaves. Slaves? <laughs> stop, stop. I didn't even put that together. Oh, God. No, no. Oh. Yeah, just a lot of slave labor, I guess. Yeah. And indentured servantry. A lot of slave labor, a lot of stolen... Uh stuff from In, other countries. Indentured servitude is just mm-hmm. slavery with a fancier name. Correct. Correct. Yep. It's a way to get like the poor people in your country to be poor in the new country. <laughs> As opposed to stealing people who are, you know, yeah. anyway, slavery. So, Cassie, you're our guest. Yes. Now that we've gone through the whole movie, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts? Um, like, it's, I feel like it, it's, it, like I said earlier, it's one of those movies that I feel like my recollection of it from when I was a kid and I loved it so much is, like, mm-hmm. pretty accurate to, like, how it actually is, which is kind of surprising. Um, like, there was, um, I still very much enjoy it. There's a lot of nostalgia, so I'm sure that that's, like, part of it, but I, mm-hmm. I had a good time. It was fun. Anna I still love it thank you very much it was also I I don't know I just thought it was fun yeah no I agree there were also a lot of points where I like wrote in my notes just like the uh, like the Illuminati like (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Uh, well I'm gonna be I, I just think it's fun oh sorry go ahead no you can finish your thought Say, I don't know, I just think it's fun and cute, and I know, like, we tore every little part of it apart, but it's just one of those movies that you watch if you just want to have a good adventure, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's, like, obviously, like, I think when I was a kid, this whole th- thing seemed way more plausible. Like, I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, Little Me in 2004 was, like, oh, yeah, we could steal, like, you could steal the Declaration of Independence, and there's definitely a treasure hidden somewhere. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, like... Obviously now, like, watching it, you can totally pick apart the parts that, like, are not plausible whatsoever. But it's still very fun to watch. And, like, that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not supposed Mm -hmm. to be realistic. And, like, honestly, like, this movie has everything. Like, it's like like the Stefan bit from, like, (laughs) SNL, where it's like, this movie has everything. It's a heist. It's a mystery. It's a treasure hunt. Like. Yes. John Voight. It truly does. It has Nick Cage. Um, it has glorification of America's founding fathers. Yeah. Um, I love it. American I truly love it. <laughs> and some glasses yeah. that were made by Benjamin Franklin. 
Um, I also just realized this. Benjamin Franklin Gates, played by Nicolas Cage, has basically the same yes. name as Benjamin Franklin Hawkeye Pierce of MASH. I was watching MASH yesterday, and I was like, oh, this would be better with Alan Alda. Even though it would have been a 70-something-year-old Alan Alda when this came out. Oh, Lord. Um, only yeah. you would have I know, thought only of that, I would have Dan. Thought of that. I'm just going to say it, only you. Sorry. Well, I watched an hour of MASH yesterday, of course. It was on right before Andy Griffith. Um, God, I'm elderly. My um, you are my elderly. sixth grade uh, like social studies teacher. Uh, I believe he was also my seventh grade social studies teacher. He had like such a thing for the Andy Griffith show. Like, he how old just, was he? <laughs> seemingly was not that old. Like mm. when like he was probably my parents' age, maybe a little bit younger. Okay. Um, but he my would, parents like, really like the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> My mom does not like the Andy Griffith show. She thinks, yeah, really? she, she thinks Andy Griffith is weird. She likes the Dick Van Dyke show. She loves the Dick Van Dyke show. That and Mary Tyler Moore. Oh. Um, anyways, complete. That was off topic. Um, I'm gonna come in with a hot take. I didn't think this movie was very good. Upon rewatching it, I don't think it holds up very well. Um, I was comparing it because it's like, I, I. It's also because it came out in 2004. If this movie had come out in 1997, I think it would be better because it's try. It is like the last of the 90s, like light action movie, like really quippy, but still very serious action movies. Um, it, like comparing it to Speed, which is what I was thinking when I was watching it. Um, like this and Speed have very similar energy uh, to, really? to steal from the TikTok kids. Um but I would give speed, but speed gets like a, like an eight out of 10 from the Russian judge. And this like a four, maybe. Um, it's just, I thought it was, I, I normally don't care about movie realism. I think that anything that happens in a movie is realistic for the universe that it takes place in. I, I just didn't think that I, I thought that everything went too easy for them. Like That's how a good everything, point. Yeah. everything worked on the first try, and Nicolas Cage is so terrible in this movie. And that, like, that acting wise, he's fine. He's Nicolas Cage, but his character is so terrible. He's such. He's just like a. Oh my god, he's like the worst professor that you had in college who thinks that he's a know it all That's and doesn't realize that he point. absolutely sucks. Yeah, he is very unlikable. Uh, yeah. like as a character that's true and yeah and no and that is something that i thought a lot about like there are so many like there were so many like failure points in the whole plan of like yeah. everything that they did and it just always went right and and i do think that like if i did not have like such nostalgic feelings towards this movie like i would yeah like it's i feel like part of my enjoyment of it a huge part of my enjoyment of it is just like the nostalgia factor yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and also, just like directing-wise, it, it's not a very creatively directed movie. Like, like at least cinematography-wise, like shots and all that. It, it, it's not a pretty movie. It's not an ugly movie. It's a movie that's on TNT at 3 in the afternoon, and you watch because mm-hmm. there's nothing else on, and in 20 minutes, The Dark Knight starts. <laughs> What a combo. 
What a back-to-back lineup. National Treasure followed by its sequel, The Dark Knight. Love it. Um, Also, I think I may be tainted by the last, I don't know, uh, I'll say two weeks, but maybe three months, maybe four years um, of life that we've been living. Because seeing how easy it was to steal a podium (laughs) from the... from Capitol Hill. Uh, maybe You're really trying to trigger me maybe today. Maybe <laughs> it wouldn't be that difficult to steal the Declaration of Independence because they're white and the cops wouldn't I stop wonder, them. I wonder if Nick Cage's character worked a little too hard to get it. You know what I mean? Just a little too hard. He could have walked back there and they'd been like, oh, right this way, sir. I see you're yeah. white. It'd be like that family guy, horrible family guy oh, sketch the, where they pull yeah. Peter over and they have the thing and it's like the skin colors that are acceptable and the skin colors that are not acceptable. Yeah. That's what it kind of, the vibes it kind of gives me. But that's again. Yeah. (laughs) That was definitely something that I thought about too. Uh, And also just that like, I, in general, you know, in the last couple of years, I'm like, you know, the United States. Yeah. Not yeah, such a great country. N- like in this... not a not a big fan of the the deification yeah. of the founding fathers and founding documents. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like because presumably their whole thing is like that you know George Washington probably like knew about this huge treasure that they had. And like you're telling me the founding fathers mm-hmm. didn't want to use that that good to buy more slaves to buy more stuff to fund the Revolutionary War. Amen. Mm-hmm. Buy some food for their troops that are dying. <laughs> and the whole thing was like the the Knights of Templar or whatever were like, oh, like this treasure is too big for one person, so we're gonna take it and give it to America so that it can be it can be held by the people. And like that's not how. No, <laughs> that's not how it works. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> and then. But my last political thing is that John Voight is in this, and John Voight has gone insane. This is why he went insane. <laughs> Are you sure this is this movie is what pushed him over the edge? No, this is what got him into it. This was the seed, and now oh, he's God. a beautiful flower. Yeah, this is. I looked up his his Twitter, and I felt sad. I mean, like this is the kind of outcome that like every QAnon conspiracy theorist would like dream of. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Not only No, stop. Don't give them ideas, Cassie. Not only do you steal government property, How national tre- but you get celebrated for it. No. How national treasure became an extremist <laughs> propaganda piece. Uh, okay. So, Cassie. Yeah. We do this with every guest for every movie. Who is your favorite actor or actress or whomever performer? Yes, I, I was thinking about this because I knew that this was coming. Um, and I feel like it's it's very hard for me to choose because I feel like mm-hmm. I generally like don't have a specific one that lasts the test of time. But um, I feel like I have to go with David Tennant. I just get really excited whenever he's in anything. Mm-hmm. Um, An interesting yeah. choice. So would this movie be better, worse, or the same with David Tennant as Benjamin... <laughs> Franklin. <laughs> I whatever well, his last name is Gates. Okay, okay. I was gonna yeah. say as Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> just Benjamin Franklin as, as Ben Gates because that's. I mean, uh, just Benjamin is, Franklin. Uh, is he American? Yeah, he he's doing his um, 
Whatever the Marvel show okay okay yeah um i like i mean i think he's a better actor but i also feel like like clearly he's a better actor but i do feel like this part of why this movie is so iconic is because it's nick cage yeah be a very different movie uh so God, I don't know. I feel like acting wise, like performance wise, quality wise, would be better. But would it be as memorable? It would not be as memorable at all, mm-hmm. um, or as iconic. Um, however, yeah. if he was playing the uh, like the Sean Bean character, ten out of ten would have been <laughs> so good. <laughs> if he was like a Scottish mob boss, like would have turned that character into like much more of a character. Yeah. That would have been an interesting. I would love right? to see that. Yeah. David Tennant, if you're listening. <laughs> I'm th- Can you do a reading? Him or Ewan McGregor. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> as Sean Bean's character. I think Ooh. that'd be really fun. Um That would be really fun. Would this movie be better or worse or the same with a at this point 14 years deceased <laughs> Jimmy Stewart? Um Yes. I, I should say Christopher Plummer. But I'm going to say as Benjamin Franklin Gates. Uh, yes. His bones walking around. Well, well, Truly love well, it. An animated corpse. We're going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Um, oh, that was that was terrible. It would be worse. I'll, I mean, he's a better actor. But again, it doesn't have the, the cultural significance that it has with Nicolas Cage in the role. Because Jimmy Stewart, he's got all of his starring stuff you you'll remember him for it's a wonderful life which came out you know 70 years prior to this um True. but nicholas cage he needs this he needs this to have that <laughs> I feel like this have whatever the, he has this is the only reason his he needs this to work die like yeah sooner. this really they were he begged <laughs> disney he was like please <laughs> for the love of god please i got bills um and anna better worse than the same Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Justin Bartha. <gasps> Better. Better. Sorry, Riley. <laughs> Bye. I think it would be so cute. I mean, he's got the right amount of sass to be a Jonathan Taylor Thomas character, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's also just fun and geeky and cute. I think it would be a good fit because those are usually the kinds of characters JTT would play. Cute, but also kind of nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. I realize I didn't do any like trivia or anything about the movie after we finished the synopsis. There isn't much. Um, this is like the only movie where Sean Bean doesn't die, movie or TV show. Spoilers if you haven't wow. watched the first season of Game of Thrones 10 years ago. <laughs> yep. Um, or literally anything else he's yeah. in. Uh, and in the original... Uh, they they changed the ending originally um the original ending was like a and the adventure continues sort of thing where it was an actual treasure map to something as opposed to a treasure map to um puss uh, but they changed it oh my god stop they changed it to what the ending is today because test audiences <laughs> didn't like it they preferred a treasure map to the boudoir. Well, yeah. apparently to the boudoir. Like, apparently that was fine for the second one, but then they just yeah. left us hanging for the rest of our lives. 
Yeah. There is a third one in development currently, they say. They say. False. Yeah. I don't believe that. It's never going to be coming out ever. Yeah. We're never going to get yeah. it. Well, so I... I... I mean, I also really didn't, like, look up any trivia, but I did see that... Because, um, like, they're... Because I also saw that, like, there was, they say that there's a third one in development. There's also, like, talk about a, like, a Disney Plus series, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which would that be That I cool. would watch. I mean, I would watch both of them, but I feel yeah. like a, a series mm-hmm. would be especially fun. But I did, like, see an article about, like, why they decided that they didn't want to, like, continue with it. And it was basically because, like... It what they Disney did not deem National Treasure as being like franchisable, which yeah. is fair. Like, there's not like you know merchandising is is not super great. You can't like put a National Treasure world in in Disney land. You could, you could like, try. Yeah, yeah. You could try. Maybe they could try. Um, the I, the you could do a fun treasure hunt yeah. across the parks. But, but it a, can't be. I'm not an Imagineer. It can't be franchisable because it's all regular people i guess yeah, exactly there's no hook yeah, aside from this man with a bad hairline is a misogynist and doesn't and needs to think out loud yeah there's no superpowers or like pirates I, or anything i would absolutely yeah. like wait in line to do some kind of like disney world experience where i have to like find the that know, sounds sick be awesome hell yeah but there is a quote in this article um it's from collider.com and it says Clearly, nobody at the company was excited by the possibility of Nicolas Cage stealing another national monument, which is inexcusable and exhibits a clear lack of vision. (laughs) Honestly, true. Did I write this article? Did Cassie write this article? Who wrote this? Reveal yourself. Lack of vision. Okay. Uh, Cassie, on a scale of one to five, clear lacking of vision. (laughs) <laughs> what do you give the movie? I I feel like I give it a three basically on the nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anna? I give it a four for nostalgia because I had more fun watching this movie than I have rewatching a movie in a long time. That's good. No offense to all the other movies we've watched recently. I just really... It's 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 laughable, but it also just supplied me with some joy. So that was a good time. I'm happy. Dan? I'm happy for you. I give it a one and a half. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> that sounds right. Why? That was ice cold, Dan. I don't. I don't think it's a good movie. You're no fun. Yeah. No, I'm not. Um. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Cassie, if you want people to find you on the internet or if you want to plug something or anything, now's your shot. Yeah, um if you would like to see pictures of very inconsistent pictures of my my progress on various um granny hobby crafting projects. Um, or pictures of my cats. You can follow me on Instagram um, at Cassifras Makes. Um, it's a good time, I guess. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. 
It's a good time. When I do post, you know. I guess. Yeah. Um, If you want to find the show on the internet, you could do so at and in conclusion on Facebook and Twitter at in conclusion podcast on Instagram. If you want to give us money, you could do that too. So we can afford the podcast hosting. Um, basically we just need to make enough after a year so we can pay the bill once a year. Um, Mm -hmm. so that would be helpful. Patreon.com slash in conclusion. Um, the best way to support us though, is spreading the word, telling your friends, bugging your elderly neighbors, just giving them a Spotify subscription and making them listen to everything without even knowing it. Um, amen. Really bumps the numbers up. That's great. Or leaving a review on Mm -hmm. Apple podcasts. I've been told that's helpful because um, I think yeah. the only review right there is from me. No case. Hey. And then I was like, but then I got scared because I was like, I don't remember what my username is. Like, like this is going to come up as if it's going to be something embarrassing. Yeah. Cassie texted me promptly after writing it because of her panic. Um. And then if you want to find me on the internet, you can do so on Twitter at DanOkeefe86, on Instagram at DLRAAR, or I have a TikTok that I post to very irregularly, um, at not Dan O'Keefe. And Anna. Very clever name, I know. Dan. I'm going to keep coming up with different usernames for every social media account. Find me on Quora. Oh, no. Oh, no, God. Don't. Anna, where can they find you? <laughs> Well, you can find me on Instagram at AutoMissPrime818, or you can find me on Twitter at AutobotsRollout, capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll, and the O in roll, and the O in out are zeros. Come back next week when we talk about Anna's Instagram username, as always. And also, National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets. Gasps, gasps. I'm excited for this one. It's been significantly longer since I watched that one, and I remember mm-hmm. none of it. So. Yeah. I know. It'll be fun. I, I, we haven't watched it yet. I know that there's something about Gutsen Bordlum, so get excited for that. Get hyped. Uh, in the meantime, everybody stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, don't commit treason, I guess. <laughs> please, don't know. Please, yeah, don't, please, please. Bye-bye. Can we just... Bye. Bye. I'm done. done. Bye. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you've ever heard about the shorts incident where Gage attempted to take my life. Over the summer, Gage, like, apparently dropped trow before we went to bed and left his shorts right by my side of the bed. And I went up, I got up because I had to go to the bathroom, as one does from time to time. And I fell from our bedroom. I, like, had the slowest fall of my life. And I landed up on my back outside of the bathroom, still touching Gage's godforsaken shorts. And he wakes up, he's like, are you good? I was like, no, I'm not good, I'm on the floor. And he's like, that was the longest, most dramatic fall I've ever heard. So anyway... Gage tried to kill me last summer. That's all there is to say about that. Mm